Welcome to office or <laughs> welcome to office hours after hours. Oh, I missed that. I song. missed that song too. Welcome to We Like Having Fun and Office Hours Live with Tim Heidecker Recap Podcast. It's just two mics today, Tucci and Alan. Joe is off camping somewhere. We're trying to find out where. He sent us a picture of a tree. We don't remember where he went. He's typing right now. He's typing right now. It says Joe Allen typing. And we got... Oh, I got nothing. We will keep you updated when that WhatsApp text goes through. Tucci, how you doing? Are you a happy sleeper? Provincetown. Joe's Provincetown. I remember now. He did tell me that. Um, it's an important place for him and his wife. I can't remember. I think they maybe spent an anniversary there or something. Something important happened there that I cannot recall. Joe will fill us in on everything Provincetown. <laughs> oh, shit. You ever been to Provincetown? Um, never been, but... Um, I've been. Yeah, no, it looks cool. I, I've um, I've been to Provincetown, but I do I do like uh, New England quite a bit. Fuck um, it, fuck New England. I like I've been to Portsmouth. I like Portsmouth a lot. It's a cool town. Uh, New Hampshire, not that close to Provincetown. Uh, I no, like I'm Maine. Doing... Provincetown is in Massachusetts. Mm, it's in Boston, I think. Right? Or I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's in Boston. It's in Massachusetts. In Boston. Not in up, Boston. Up, it's, in, it's like up in Boston area. Yes, that's right. Um, I'm sleeping well. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I finished The Happy Sleeper uh, last week. I was re- yeah, I read it. Reading a lot of children's books. The but we are still childless. Mm-hmm. Babies, babies still cooking. Um, yeah, babies still cooking. Um, I'm not gonna make that same. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's okay to overcook a baby. You know, you can overcook a baby. It's not a steak. You know what I mean? You can overcook it a little bit. It's actually good yeah. for it. A well-done baby is good, I've heard. It's healthy to go past the date. It's, like, not bad at all. It's actually... We're thinking of going two, three months past. Going past, going 12, going one year. Yeah, doing a full one year. year in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, then you still have that chance to get an abortion if you want, you know, the longer you keep yeah, it. Yeah, never, never too late. Never too late. Okay, well, you'll keep us abreast. It could happen any moment. It could happen in the middle of this podcast, for all it we could. know. It could. Ah, I fucking, I got a baby coming out. That would be pretty my cool. Wife, my wife you could do it on the teacher. podcast. You could bring the microphone and just still talk about the episode while your, your wife's in labor. Um, so Joe's on vacation. Doug Lucen hops on vacation in Spain. Follow him along on Instagram for a... A vacation roller coaster ride of fun because Doug and his mates are skateboarding all over Europe, Spain and Portugal and all sorts of places. It looks very fun. Um, you know, I like I like a guy who doesn't is not afraid to do a lot of Instagram stories. I do a f- I do quite a few Instagram stories. I I get it, and I like to watch people that I like and their stories. It's fun. You flick through and you say, "Wow, that's pretty fun." So. Good job, Doug. It looks really fun. I'm sure you have some incredible memories that you've created there, and we can't wait to hear all about the fun times. Vic, sick. He's passed. 
he's passed, they say. Um, I'm a little bummed here. I was looking forward to a Tim and Vic only episode, which I don't think we've gotten. Maybe since the old absolutely studio days. I can't remember any time in the last couple of years that it's just been Tim and Vic Douglas. Um, Would have been interesting, but Vic bitched out, got sick, puked in the toilet, and uh, they had to fill the gap another way. And so they had Vicky farewell as a musical guest and just a guest in the chair, as well as uh, the guy from work. Blake Anderson. Blake Anderson. Blake Anderson. So they kind of use that as as a bit here. Um, You know, know, before Blake came out, I really liked the intro of the uh, voiceover narration thing. I thought it was fun. It was different. Um, Tim just came up. Classical music. Yeah, they had like, you know, light tunes. And it was, we were inside Tim's mind for a little while. It was the kind of thing I could have listened to for a long time. You know what I mean? Like I thought it was a very good opening. It was a very good opening. You know why it was good? Because it was different. It was different. We haven't had a taste like that in a while. And uh, then, you know, he broke, he broke into it and um, continued down this kind of path of extra silliness because I think he was alone there. And I don't know. You know what I mean? I I think he was just in a little bit of a different mood. I Um, go ahead, Tooch. Tell me. I really, yeah, I I really like this. I like the episode. I mean, I like the first half. It was a little little heavy in the second half. We can talk about that in a bit. Um, But, um, yeah, I think you're right. I liked it because it was different. Um, I liked the, the, the silence and the classical music and the tease of Blake Anderson, which I, I knew that I knew he was going to be a guest, and I kind of wish I, I didn't know. And I think um, I'm going to try to avoid announcements um, as much as possible because I, I think I, I want to be surprised, and I think that's going to add yeah, to my... Did they... Well, yeah, the other thing that's tough, I didn't know, I mean spoiler alert kids in the hall was going to be on that got burned by twitter and stuff by me it's like if i can't watch this thing live you know you're getting bagged they're putting out those highlights quick so that was a huge i mean i was like you know maybe i don't know that obviously my excitement level went up when i once i saw that um but um yeah the blake guy from workaholics i i didn't so i wasn't sure i I, I watched the Workaholics fucking 10 years ago or whatever it was on. You know what I mean? I, I watched yeah. a few seasons that I enjoyed it. It was funny. I think they, they did good work. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I really don't know what happened to those guys. And I did think they, it was funny that um, Matt was kind of chiming in like, uh, you know, oh, let's, you know, they went through a couple funny things like, oh, let's get the South Park. You know, it's like, I, I think they're canceled or, you know. Or uh, they're they're cringe now or something. Cringe. It was funny for them to talk about yeah cringe now. It was funny for them to talk about other potential guests or something. And you got to like yeah. live out that moment in your head for a moment. Like, oh, what would it be like that. if this guy, yep. if these if somebody from this came on? What was the first one they said? Oh, Always Sunny. So yeah, they, yeah. let's yeah, get one of the guys from Always Sunny to come in here. You know, they do a podcast. Uh, no, they record at the same time as us. Maybe mm-hmm. that won't work. Um, yeah. I, I'm completely with you. You and I are on the same page so far. I was thinking the same thing. Like, I, it, I wonder if I wonder if these any of these guys are, are possibilities. First of all, but um, maybe even just thinking about. I doubt the South know, Park guys are what, on the table. They, well, <laughs> yeah, Matt and Trey probably. Yeah, I doubt them. they're on the table. Uh, 
but maybe who know, who knows i really really don't know but um yeah and and again i, I think like that would have been really fun to hear them kind of rattle off these names, knowing that they were going to like bring someone in that you kind of, I think if you were, if you were unspoiled, you'd still kind of figure out that they're going to bring someone in. Um, and having that been a surprise, I think it would have been a little bit better, but I still enjoyed it. I still enjoyed to see Blake. Um, and he, I mean, he did really well. Uh, I think with the drops, um, he was given like a very compact. Yeah, he, was pretty, he was given like a little, soundboard with probably eight yeah. drops on it or something right right and it that it worked i think it worked. It was fine yeah it was fine to have the re- repetitive ones and he, he learned which yeah. ones were which and they were loud and clear and it just you know yeah he hit them and it was funny um i was still in surprise i was still surprised because I, I don't know the names i, I knew who adam divine what or adam Levy, what's mm-hmm. his adam divine yeah. 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 So I knew who he was because he's like on righteous gemstones. And I think he's maybe the one who has the biggest career out of the bunch. Yeah. Um, but I didn't know the names of the other two. So it was like, which guy is it going to be? And then they said, oh, the guy with the big hair. So I was like, oh, yeah, that guy. He's fun. Um, so, yeah, um, it was it was interesting having him there. Um, I, I, I wasn't sure. It seems like maybe he's friends with Doug. Yeah, it seems like it. Uh, it but seems maybe like, it not. Like... Maybe he doesn't know Tim that well. Like I, you know, it was it wasn't totally sure. And um, I thought it was kind of funny, like a little uncomfortable. So when, so when uh, Scott Thompson called in, um, I think we can just go there now, right? There wasn't really much else there. Was there a city um, the day before this? Uh, I believe so. I believe they talked about some Turkish gum and then they got into Turkish uh, gum, not worth mentioning. Um, Vic passed breakfast, burritos, sausage, eggs, a lot of, you know, cooking yeah. oils. Uh, uh, that, I did. I did like Tim's rant about not rant, but his explanation of what happened to yeah. Vic. It was slowly rolled out. Just like you Very said, yeah. <laughs> talking about the ingredients in a breakfast burrito. Uh, yeah. We good. we know that we we've you know that's a mini callback. We know that that Vic has uh, he's always talking jo- breakfast burrito. Yeah, talking breakfast burritos and always joining into their weekly meetings from possibly this restaurant that Tim is, is talking about. Sure, uh, before, um, but no, Vic has another children's style virus. Says Tim, I thought that was pretty funny. Children's mm-hmm. style virus. Children's style uh, virus. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. That's and, a good uh, that's a good one to mention. We had a caller from Buffalo. Yeah, yeah. A strange. Yeah, how did you feel about that? Um, you know, Buffalo represent. I thought he I thought he did okay. I think he seemed like a well, chill the caller dude. Did well. The caller did well, yeah. And um Tim was almost going to say he was too cool for the show and then backed off when he heard he was from Buffalo. He's like Buffalo does not have anybody cool there, which uh, you know, broke my heart a little bit, but um you know, I know it's all in. I know it's all in fun. I've Tim. I, I, we, you know, I, you know. I've seen. I've seen Tim and Eric perform in Buffalo. It was a nice time. There's. I think there's a lot of actual Buffalo. I think there's a lot of Buffalo uh, T and E fans. They 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 pop in yeah. quite a bit, and it's always it's always dicey when somebody's from your town and they call in and you're like, ah, oh, come on, you got to do a good job. And he, you know, he wanted to talk homeless people, which, you know, I think. Uh, led to Tim talking about Rick Caruso and that's all happening. That's like a very, uh, you know, hot topic at the moment. So it made sense. It led somewhere. I don't know if the guy had too much to say, but, um, 
it led to like a little something. It wasn't funny or anything. Um, and this episode was kind of full of that. It was full of like some laughs and some serious stuff. So city of the day, did we have laughs there? Hmm. <laughs> well, I think it's one of the ones where I laugh at the name, um, of the sponsor. Um, you know, if you know it, if you're familiar, familiar with flack files, I think it's, it's enough to make you laugh beyond the copy beyond that. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's going to be remembered. I don't know if it's uh, going to but- be remembered. Um, it's, it's like not even really a play on words. It's just, you know what I mean? It's like we're Roberta flack audio files. I feel like there was a chance to maybe rip on Neil Young a little bit there or something, or, uh, like the copy had to be pushed a little further because it was like, um, I, I don't know. Flack files already exist, right? So like yep. we know about flack files, so it's not, we're not starting something new. You know what I mean? It might've needed, yeah. might've needed a little punch up there to get it, yeah. over, to get it over the goal line. It seemed um, like the, the start of something, the start of something kind of the, sure. where it ended. And, um, Seems like Doug was like, "Oh, so you didn't use mine, huh? You guys just went <laughs> yeah. off, went off well, book." And uh, it's like, "Yeah, when the you know, when the it's, cat's away, the mice will play or something." Right? Yeah, yeah. So uh, said that it was exciting to hear that Doug. I don't know if it's a renewed interest, but Doug seems to be very much into writing. I I think that Doug has been doing it for a long time and now takes pride. It's just like, okay, it's my thing now. It's not even anybody else's thing. So, right. um, And I'm looking forward to this summer. I think I, I, you know, my my prediction of, you know, episodes coming uh, the episode. Yeah. The fall is, I think is going to be big and I'm, I'm hoping some of those are aligned with uh, some big, some hits coming from Doug. So, that's mm-hmm. that's you can add that to my kind of anticipation list uh is mm-hmm. is doug's ads this yeah was, this so this ad i wouldn't say a total bust but i wouldn't say a huge success it was fine um and uh let's see i think after that we got the call from canada right after that we got scott from canada who mm-hmm. again when i heard that i knew it was coming because it was spoiled for me so i would have been you know i probably would have not put that together if I wasn't, you know, if I didn't know, who knows, we'll never know. Um, but yeah, Scott Thompson, kids in the hall. I mean, I love that guy. Uh, you know, I don't know. I just, I have the same relationship. I haven't watched the new kids in the hall yet. Um, I'm a huge brain candy guy. I don't know if you ever saw the movie brain candy, the kids in the hall movie, but that was like a big one for me growing up, even like more like I watched that a billion times, I think. So I know all the lines and, you know, so these guys are just they're in my brain still. And uh, Foley's and then Foley called in and, you know, they had a couple bits. I think um, it was fun to hear that they're fa- again. It was like this big time comedy guys saying that they're fans of Tim Um which again we happened with Bob, I think, where I would say these guys are kind of in the Bob wheelhouse. I think Bob has surpassed them now with his most recent success, but I think before that they would have been, yeah, cult comedy, you mm-hmm. know, favorites. And uh, probably about the they're probably a little older than Bob, maybe I think. And yeah, um, a little bit. Uh, you know, so it's cool to hear these 
you know, these veteran comedians talk about how much they love Tim. It makes me happy. I, like I've said before, it makes me feel like this podcast is worth something. Um, yeah. So <clears throat> it was cool. I, I would, I, there wasn't like, I think some of the bits they were like doing were not like, you know, crazy funny or anything. You well, know I, mean? I, just like, I thought Dave's, I thought Dave's bit about the, the, the holding a quorum and the, the proxy. I yeah, you, so you liked funny. that. You thought I it was very like funny. Very okay. I thought it was very funny. I thought Dave, I thought it was very good. They're um, just solid. You know what I mean? But I, like, I, I didn't think it was very funny, but I thought it was, I, I thought just, they were teasing that a third guy was going to come, come on. He did say quorum. Yeah. Um, I thought that was funny. That's good. Quorum was good. Proxy. That's funny. That's, that's good stuff. It's, it's good pretty writing. good. It's not, you know, it's not home run for me. But, um, but like I said, like it, it was all, it was nice. <laughs> you know, it was nice. It wasn't like, it was just like, it was just good. It was kids in the holly. We're calling in yeah. and we're not just going to give it to you straight. We're going right into bit. We're not really going to say much genuine of anything the whole time, which is fine. Yeah. Um, different you, from you know, some not, other. Not too cool yes. for school though. These guys definitely are not, not too, too cool, cool for, school. for school, especially hearing that when they were when Scott was on the show that he stayed and hung out and and it appeared they wanted to stay <laughs> they weren't Tim had to like let them go <laughs> and yeah. that he was yeah, going like to get shit for it i thought the, the same goodbye. thing i was like tim if you get kids in, if you got two of the kids in the hall on your show you just let it go brother you just let it go as long as they want um I but mean, it, it, that wrapped up in a funny way because he was kind of you know they kind of like kept tacking things on and it felt mm-hmm. like you know, when you put yourself in that situation where me as an audience member doesn't want it to end, you know, but Tim is ending it. It's almost like we got a little encore, you know, like we got, it was like kind of wrapped up and then Tim would say one more little thing and um, trying to think of some other highlights from the interview. Well, I, it, it looked like Blake was not expecting these guys to call in and it seemed obvious that Blake and I'm sure those guys and a lot of people that are, you know, comedians or people who are in the industry in their 30s 40s and older are fans of kids in the hall you know and blake seemed like he was surprised to see scott thompson and dave foley calls in you know dave from canada it's it's always cool to see like those genuine reactions from people on the show um you know and blake being a fan of tim of course and then kids in the hall and kids in the hall being a fan of tim and even dave foley called out work all it's really sweet you know a little like it was sweet i felt like maybe maybe blake maybe potentially could have had his feelings hurt a little bit because fucking Scott railed on him immediately. Oh. <laughs> it's like, who is yeah, this well, fucking guy in all the shots here? Because I think the way they had the camera set up and he was so looking I, in the Zoom, in yeah, the Zoom room, it must have been in the Zoom room that he was like in the corner of every shot, which isn't his fault. But right, he tried to say, hey, I'm Blake. And he was like, I don't no, no, no. You're not saying your name. Like, <laughs> and just kind of tore him down for a minute, which... I, my heart hurt a little bit. I was like, oh man, you don't want that from a comedy hero, uh, you know, and yeah, you don't like that. I don't know. You know what I mean? The, um, you could see the, a guy like, I don't know. It's, it was like easy pick. Blake's kind of an easy pickings kind of a guy. You know, he kind of looks like mm-hmm. a goof. He looks like fucking carrot top or something. Like he's just like, has a look. Um, and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, so it's he almost, you know, he looks like a clown a little bit. So, so calling him out as kind of a clown and ripping on him a little bit, 
you know, I didn't fully expect Scott Thompson to like be mean to a person that's in that room with them. So I, that took me aback. You know, I was kind of well, taken aback got, by that. He came well, back he got around. A compliment from from Dave Foley. He did. Dave Foley. Foley yeah. I, I'm sure Foley heard what was going on and was like, "Oh yeah, I, gotta, I like I workaholics." Gotta, um, yeah, gotta clean this shit up. Clean this shit up. Clean up Thompson's uh, mess there. <laughs> His mess. Um, yeah. Thompson's. You know, he's he's the best. He's like, I think. I don't know. I don't want to say favorites of the kids in the hall, but he's a, yeah, I mean, they're all so close. They're all so close. You like them all for different reasons, but you and, uh, you and Joe watching kids in the hall together. Like, is that what what was your, as when we were younger? Yeah. Um, yeah, it was just on, I think, I think cause I don't know. I think cause we were in Buffalo and like, we got CBC here. Like oh, okay. we, it, it was like on, like we got CBC, like on our normal channel. So like we, it was on all the time. Like we could watch it when Canada watched it. So I don't know. It was just, yeah, I don't have real specific memories, but me and Joe definitely both liked it. Um, it was always like a little bit like there was something about it that was so Canadian that you were either into it or not. And like, I know, mm-hmm. I know for a fact that like some of the, the wigs and the, the screechy voices and stuff like wasn't always for me, you know, it was like a little bit obnoxious, but you could find some really great stuff in there. I mean, obviously. Yeah. Uh, and like I said, when they went full production with the movie, I mean, I totally fell in love with the movie. And I think the fact that it was like a written, like as far as when these comedy guys make movies, Tim and Eric's billion dollar movie, all the different troops that make movies, kids in the hall brain candy is fucking great. It's like a great movie. Um, and I think it's like got a really good message and like, it's like, uh, like to, it works today. It's about like a pharmaceutical company and like, it just, it just works today. <clears throat> so yeah, but some of the, some of the stuff, you know, in the nineties was a little rough around the edges, you know what I mean? Like here and there, yeah. but some of those characters are classic and you know, it's great to see these guys, you know, fencing off with, uh, with Tim and the guys, um, so it was strong. It was a really, really nice episode. Um, and then when they finally said goodbye, when they said farewell, we had Vicky farewell, who, wow, I, I would, I, I, I said, wow. You know what I mean? Yeah. I definitely yeah. said, wow. There's been some musical guests recently mm, that maybe I'm, maybe I'm not even listening to the whole thing. If I don't have time, maybe I'm skipping past. Can you believe it? That's happened a couple times for sure. But Vicky farewell. I was like, yeah, play it to me. That was, that was great. Um, yeah. Right now in my life, I can't, I can't listen to drums. Like that's about as aggressive as I want. It's just a song with a girl singing and like a good sounding instrument to back it up. Like I want two sounds of drums. I can't, I, no music is, I'm so sensitive to sound these days. I don't know what it is, but I, I really I very rarely want to rock out with music unless I'm working out uh, the rest of the time I want easy listening stuff. So this yeah. was really pretty. Um, and I think I will check out some more of her stuff. Clearly a Mac DeMarco connection. She's on his label and Tim, I think just worked with Mac. I think Mac DeMarco was one of the producers on his new record. So it all came together really nice. She seemed like a very cool down to earth, nice gal who, who sat back and kind of, laughed along when she was called upon. She made small, poignant remarks and uh, did a good job in the chair. You know I mean? Didn't, uh, you know, obviously wasn't going to be jumping in 
with stuff, but um, she did it was well. Nice that, I'd like to see her back. Yeah, it was it was nice that she uh, that she was there, and um, she. I mean, she's one of the she's like one of the first musical guests in a while that I will go and listen to the you know look listen to the record. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think that. Where did where does where does her performance fall in comparison mm. to Kevin Morby, Casey Johansson, Sasani? I mean, this, I'm saying go up on. I'm saying throw this on the offy nominee. Yeah, absolutely. I, I wanted to as well. Yeah, I'm thinking like this is definitely up there with those and Devondra Banhart. Actually, Christian Lee Hudson. I liked his performance as well. His so was good too. We're gonna is, we're gonna be chopping some nominees, but yeah, we can put we we yeah. can put that on the list for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, is that that's gonna be a tough category i'll say it's gonna be guys. tough There's a lot of good a lot of good music the guy la- yeah. the mark guy last week should be on there for best musical guest or best oh, mark Rebelle, yeah for sure for but sure. he's might be he's best supporting guest maybe we gotta figure this shit okay. out supporting guest is somebody that like yeah vicky farewell will put in the musical guest category i wouldn't wouldn't bump her up to supporting same with Banhart. Like Banhart hung out the whole time. He's like, he's right. just well, He's not even musical. That's, that's, this is guessed. probably a conversation we need to have. Oh, yeah, off the pod, off the air. Um, yeah. But I did think it was funny. Tim said this could be the best episode of the of the year, and I was like, yeah, you never. That would be very interesting if this episode was it. nominated for yeah. an Offie uh, without so- Vic or Doug there. All right, the Vicless Douglas. Is it gonna be nominated? I. Best episode of the year, know. doubtful. I, I would say doubtful it will make there, but I think there might be a couple nominees. I would say, you know, Kids in the Hall could be best guests, maybe. You know, we'll have to see at the end of the year. They're very solid. It was fun. It was short They're and very, sweet, too. It wasn't uh, wasn't too crazy, you know? It wasn't too yeah. much. Um, it was sweet and nice. So, um, the second half of the show, I'd say the main thing that happened here was um oh geez what's his name matt deitch or something or you got it um yes matt deitch yeah matt deitch okay so founder and director of march for our lives founder director of march for our lives now he was on for over a half an hour and yeah. really filled out the end of the episode. Before that, in the second half of the episode, I'm trying to think. They talked to Vicky a bunch. Um, maybe had a couple other calls that I can't remember. They had the girl who who did the the fuck you sign, you know? Yeah, yeah. With Ted, uh, the Ted Cruz fuck Tim Howard yeah. said fuck you. You know, it was okay, but it was it was leading all towards this. Um, which, you know what, I. I did not mind this at all. I I like when our little show can get serious and I like when I can hear and find out about a guy like this with an incredibly impressive resume for this stuff. A 25 year old. He's 20. Yes. I don't know, but he's was doing this shit when he was 18, you know? So, um, you know, it's, I don't want to get into this. I don't think because this is a big conversation. I think, we, we, I think, yeah, we, I think it's, everybody feels for us to get the same into way. I think anyone, yeah. yeah, anyone listening to this and sure knows how we feel about everything. And it's not even about how we to... feel. I think it's about at this point, what did you think with what he had to say? Because I think mm-hmm. the majority of people that we're going to be 
friends with and interacting with are going to be on our on this very strong side of something yeah. major has to happen. Yeah. And this guy actually has some ideas on what to do if you really want to do things. Me? I'm not going to lie. I moved to another goddamn country. I didn't yeah. it wasn't like directly because of that, but I have become so uh desensitized to it all and really just decided that life you do not I do not have to be a patriot of America. I, right. I don't. I, I don't have to be one. I, I, I'm not. There's nothing in my life that's happened that forced me. I mean, I've been given great opportunity because of where I grew up and I was given a good education and I was raised in a certain way and blah, blah, blah. But since I've been a young boy, you know, it's been a constant stream of things that I don't agree with and I don't agree with the politics that we have and other countries around the world change and people move all the time. The world is filled with immigrants from people going from place to place. So I basically got to a um, point where it's like, you know, if you can't, I'm not, I've decided I don't want to go out in the streets and fight. Like, I just don't care enough. I don't believe it's going to work. I have a very pessimistic viewpoint of America now. And I don't, and he's not making you feel much better. Unfortunately, this Deitch, you know what I mean? You know, Deitch. Well, he's, you know, he's basically um, saying, oh, you know, we're going to have to rewrite the fucking Constitution. This guy's a revolutionist kind of guy. And, you know, I mean, I agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. So but it's, it. is it going to fucking happen, Tooch, no, here, in our lifetimes? So, no. But he, Are you going to go fight in the revolution fact, yes. with Deitch in the streets? <laughs> well, I don't the know. The thing is, is that, well, look, look, people like you and myself, and there's other people, of course, that like this. We are fortunate enough to have the resources that we, if we wanted to, we can leave. Um, not everyone has that. Some people have. Some people have no option. So should they, they I have, stay? And, stay so here. should I stay and fight for those people? And no, I, I don't. You don't. It's your decision, of course. You have autonomy. You can make that decision. And I, we know, I'm, I'm having conversations that we you know we're about to have a, a kid uh, in the United States, and it's not. I don't feel good about it, to be honest with you. And, you know, it's, it's kind of. I was talking to my parents about this. It's, you know, um, their parents and their grandparents. They came. They moved to the United States for a better life. And I think now, uh, you know, it's time they're to, leaving kind of yeah we're leaving it's the opposite i'm, I'm going back to where going back to europe from for yeah going life. back to europe yeah you know, and to for a better life um, because this experiment this experiment here is a shit show um and by experiment i mean fucking capitalism mostly and and kind of the way the government is run in this country but um yeah it so i don't know man i i i I think 10 years ago, yeah, I was fighting. I was doing, you know, in Philadelphia, mm -hmm. I was a big part of a lot of social movements in Philly. And, um, you know, I would kind of just pick my battles and, and I uh, donated or, you know, a lot of my time to some causes. But yes, now as someone who's in their 30s and is about to have a kid, it's like, man, I, maybe maybe it's this time to, to cut the cord and just call it quits um, because I can. And that's the thing, though. It's all about like, yeah, I feel it's a little bit perverse to talk about leaving, uh, in my opinion, because it's a privilege that we have. But I think yeah, it's, it's a privilege uh, that we have because we went to like college in America and like we're given opportunity here. And, uh, you know, 
somehow, I mean, America had to do with your individual successes in life that have granted you now the privilege you have to potentially move in the capitalist way of the economy that you've somehow managed to take advantage of and work in your favor. Right. And the fact that you're a white guy in a fucking racist, terrible country, you know, Mm -hmm. this is why it's like, well, I don't want to be a part of that at all. Like, you know, I just... I don't know, man. I, I don't yeah. know. I'm I don't just, know. I don't. I don't want to fight. Know. It's I don't want to fight. I, I don't. I don't believe that the fight is winnable. I think it's a rigged system, and uh, and there's rigged politics around the world. Every country has some fucked up stuff going on, but if there's there's a balance. There's a there's weight to that. You know, at least these other countries where there's like massive, uh, you know, corrupt politics. They've banned the fucking guns because they just don't want innocent people getting killed. They'll still fuck you when it comes to tax stuff and government funding and all that kind of shit. But come on, at least they took care of the fucking guns. And they've most of the places have taken care of healthcare. And a lot of these places have taken care of education. And you know, a lot of these places have taken care of their citizens. And uh, you know, we're we're like stuck under the rule of a bunch of fucking idiots and they're all being brainwashed and the internet doesn't help and uh the rest of the world is just moving on i see it every day we, they do not care what's yeah. going on in america anymore they do not care uh you know the the <clears throat> the, uh, the what like hollywood and the, the american dream kind of thing is all globalized now you know what I mean? It's not America. All the actors are from other places. Everybody's, all the talent is from around the world, and uh, it's not just like, oh, America, the, this great place. It's like, no, nah, America, they got fucking issues, man. What's wrong with them? Yeah. So I am totally yeah. all about Tim's harsh, harsh stuff. This idea to go at it as let's ban this Second Amendment. Again, I, I wish there was like a cool way where like, yeah could find you know you could get a bunch of people on board with that and maybe you know negotiate the idea is that you would negotiate down to something but it's not we're so far from that even if you can so far if you completely rewrite the constitution if you do that you you would still have a whole stock of people that will attach themselves to we're so far the old yeah we are we are we are Um, and it would be better if it was just old versus young you know what i mean that would make me feel better but now it's not that anymore. It's not right. old versus young. The young people are even worse. They're the ones that have lost their fucking complete minds. You know? You're not seeing fucking 50-year-old guys going and shooting places up. It's the young guys. They're the easily brainwashed kids. And all this fucking disgusting internet rhetoric bullshit is, uh, you know, just slurped up by a lonely boy. You know? And it's it's nobody's fault, but it is. It's a whole it's the whole country's fault. This, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. It's it's a mess. And uh, but I do. Yeah. I did really like because I was on the edge of my seat when Tim's like, "What can you do?" And listen, Deitch, yeah. what he's saying was it clear? Like, if you want to get involved, and you want to be an activist. Like, yeah, just just remember to like listen to some older people. I think he was just like real. It was like such basic. It was just like, don't try to be a hero, you know what I mean? And don't become an activist overnight. Like, if you want to go help out, go help out. But respect the people that have been doing it for a long time. And 
to me, if, if that's the level that we're at, you know, he's like donating always works. And you know, it's just like, I'm looking, I'm waiting for somebody to give a real answer of something that I haven't, you know, that like, I guess that was a little different than what you hear, but it just seemed like, oh yeah, this is going to take a really long time and you need leadership. And yeah, every little bit counts and every little thing you can do and every moment you have to, to volunteer. He kind of even said these marches are, they don't do fucking anything. He's the guy who runs the fucking marches. And he's like, yeah, you know, they're like, they become an event. It's a one day thing. And then it's, so it's a little disheartening, <clears throat> but I do appreciate office hours live, giving the time to talk about it. Um, and, uh, you know, because you know, there probably are some people that are office hours fans that are like not totally on board with Tim's shit. And, um, you know, that's what makes it, that's what makes it difficult. You know, there's no discussion anymore. And it doesn't sound like Matt Deitch wants to have a discussion either. We keep going through this, yeah. like this phase of like, you know what? We, if we just like all talked, you know, we yeah, might be able to get that. through to each other. And now it's like, fuck no. that. It's got to be hard, you know? And then, it, you know, it's like you go through these motions and it, depending on what the climate is at that moment and how recent there's been a fucking shooting, you know, it depends on how yeah. hot the temperature is. <clears throat> so that pretty much rolled us right into the end of the show. And, um, yeah. They had an interesting open, drop open. concert, which I thought was fun. Do you have something else to say, Tooch? Mm -hmm. God damn it. No, uh, no, I don't have anything else to say. Um, I wanted to talk about the drop concert. This thing okay. else is depressing. Yeah, it's depressing. The drop concert wasn't depressing. I thought it was nice. We haven't done this in a while, but Matt had the idea to open up the Zoom room and let everybody get involved and do drops. And it was funny. People did drops with their mouths and they all remembered the drops and it sounded similar to a fucking drop concert. So uh, it was well done. It was fun. I was waiting for that camera shot that has all the little zoom squares, which we never see anymore, um, which I used to like to see. I want to see that more often in the show because I don't look at the zoom and that zoom like Tim's POV. I think it would be good to see every once in a while because you watch Tim's eyes during the show. He is staring at those boxes. And um, I don't know. I think if I'm if I'm directing that show, if I'm technical directing and cutting that show, when Tim says something when, in the beginning of the show when Tim's like, get that cereal out of your mouth or, you know what I mean? Like when he's saying stuff like that, I'm cutting to the Zoom room yeah. to show the audience like to find that person. You know what I mean? I think yeah. you could use the Zoom room a little more as a just a just a source. You know what I mean? You got a lot of the Tim shot. What's that? I would welcome any method to make the Zoom more interesting. So I support. You sure, well. but but it's like it even just gives like okay, like we have a studio audience. Like you know when you if you have an audience, you have a sh every once in a while you see shots of the audience. You know what I mean? And they slip them in in the drop mm -hmm. concert. But um, so Matt, take a note here. The Zoom room, using it as an audience, you know, in the beginning, cutting to that all the square shot with like 100 squares or 20 squares or whatever the, the shot is, is cool to uh, to see, especially when Tim is addressing them. It would make a lot more of an interesting watch when he's telling everybody to, you know, close their eyes and bow down or whatever he's doing. Yeah, it might be nice to see the people doing that. So... Close your eyes and bow down. I don't. I can't remember. He was saying oh, something, good. right? He was, you know, he was. He was doing. He was. He was going on a riff, but, um, yeah. 
And then at the end of the Anything show, stand out? Anything stand out? To you about the uh, open drops? There's one I kept hearing, but the person horses. repeated about five or yeah, six I, times. I heard horses. That? Someone kept someone kept asking for better merch. Need better merch. Need be- like over and over again. I didn't someone hear that. Really, I didn't yeah, hear that. Yeah. It's a very dumb thing yeah, to say. I haven't looked at the loads in a while, but I know. It's like I know. you can get fucking everything you need. Um, yeah. Okay, well, I think that's going to wrap us. Uh, let's keep it tight. I don't know how long we've been going, but um, haven't listened to a podcast in a little bit. Um, we're excited. Obs Hours East. Obs Hours East did not listen to it. I heard. Was there some issues, some technical, some tech dips, some major tech dips maybe I saw going around? Maybe I saw that on Twitter or something. Looks like uh, they have like a running thing going on Office Hours East, but I, I didn't watch it. Uh, yeah, I just don't have, I barely have time to listen to this or watch this, but I do still make it a priority. I just listened to it the other we day. It. it was like three or four days late. So we don't know if we have a show next week. Um, they haven't said the week off. They haven't said anything. Uh, Doug had mentioned that he was only going to miss one show and he was going to be gone for three weeks. So if I'm doing math in my head, I'm saying maybe they have a week off this week. Who knows? We will see. Yeah, no, there, it, it is confirmed. Uh, there is no office hours this week. But Oh, it's confirmed. Did, did that just come out? A, I, yeah, I think they sent it out while we were recording. Oh, um, greetings, there friends. There's no office hours this week. Party. Uh, Friday at 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern. Jesus Christ, it'll be very late for me. With peace and love, there won't be replays of this one. Fuck. Bummer. I'm going to have to screen grab it. <laughs> um, <laughs> set an alarm to wake up in the middle of the night to listen to the old high school listening party. Um, okay, so that's big news. High school listening party, Friday, June 10th. Um, excited. I love all the songs so far. You know, I hope this one, like I said before, some of these Tim records, I love them for a couple of days, you know, and then they just kind of dissolve away. I don't know why. Like, I'm never throwing on Fear of Death anymore, but I really liked it when I, when I listened to it, you know? I mean... Yeah, I'm with you. I lo- I, I don't know why I have no. I just don't. Usually. I don't really. I'm never really in the mood or have the urge to put on Fear of Death. I like it though. Right? Yeah, me too. Something about it. I like Something it too. Something about it. I'm 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 looking forward to this one though. I think um, I'm curious to hear what this album sounds like. I, I think I think my curiosity has so peaked with his music so much that I'm just like waiting to hear it, and then once I hear it, it's almost like it's an episode of Office Hours or something like. Or like a, a, a stand-up bit or something. Because it's him, and you feel like you got it, like once you have it, you know what I mean? It's like, I, I guess I don't go back and listen to, I don't know, I guess that's just, that's probably how I am about a lot of records. I don't listen, I don't go yeah, back and listen I to them. I don't know, I, I do. I'm listening to the Smiths again, maybe. You're out of your fucking mind. It is murder. Smiths. How can you not listen to that? Oh, weirdo. Okay, everybody. Um, okay. See ya. Uh, we'll, uh, so with no office hours, the next time we talk will be in a couple weeks. And uh, uh, we'll probably have a child. Yeah. We got a Tucci child. We got a new record. And um, 
probably a, a few probably a few shootings probably like 10 15 shootings by the next time we uh, record right maybe like two three a day yeah a lot so um have a good week sorry to end this on that bummer note um we'll have joe with us next time and uh, uh he sent a very strange picture <laughs> oh no. Scary. He wrote rats, which is also makes it more scary. So, so we will uh, we'll see you next time. Have a great week. Well, Good luck. Hang in there, Tucci. Keep us in tune. I feel like every week we've been saying this for months. Yeah. <laughs> Let us know when that baby pops out. Okay. Bye everybody. Bye. Uh-huh.